What part of LA did you grow up in? West Los Angeles. And what was your first job ever? Office boy. Uh huh. Did you always know you wanted to be an actor? No. If you had to sum up LA in one word, what would that word be? Confusing. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Speak LA, the podcast. Today, we are meeting with the great Jonathan Silverman, who, lucky for me, is also a dear friend. So we get the special privilege of calling him Johnny. Uh, so Johnny got his start younger than most. At the ripe age of 17, Johnny played the role of Eugene in Neil Simon's Brighton Beach Memoirs on Broadway. From there, we all love Johnny in such classics as Girls Just Want to Have Fun, Caddyshack 2, Little Big League, and of course, Weekend at Bernie's. Johnny has done more work in television than I can list, including his own series, The Single Guy on NBC, off of which I was fired, by the way. <laughs> and Johnny is an example of a real actor here in Hollywood. He's not just a star with a career that has spanned over 20 years and is still going strong, which is why we are so lucky to get to speak to him today. So Johnny, thank you so much for being here. Oh, thanks thank you. for Yay. having me. Hi, friends. <laughs> This is cool um, that you guys are doing this. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's, it's strange having this conversation with you on your living room sofa where, where I have you've... had so many glasses of wine <laughs> over the last decade. So. I know. It's, I know. Uh, and now I have to be professional. Uh, me is, too. Yeah. <laughs> which is awkward for everybody. So, Johnny, you, uh, I, think, I think we just wanted to start by asking you, you started so young and kind of what was that, you know, what was that like? And can you tell us about like how that happened? Uh, I did start young and uh, it, 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 going back to a question you, you asked me at, 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 at the top of this, uh, I, I didn't think I was going to pursue this as a career, perhaps because I grew up in Los Angeles and I, I grew up surrounded by so many uh, actors or at least children of mm -hmm. actors mm -hmm. and entertainers. So if, if I were to imagine what my future profession was going to be like, acting just never seemed uh, a, 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 a plausible or sensible uh, one to choose. But I loved participating in uh, the theater department mm -hmm. at, at school. Um, at high school. Uh, I, I, I didn't live in Beverly Hills. I, I lived in uh, West Los Angeles near UCLA, but my father uh, was a teacher on the adult education staff at Beverly. So I had the opportunity to go to this amazing school system uh, uh -huh. and, wow. and, 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 and learn from these amazing teachers. And I didn't really know it at the time, but some of my fellow classmates uh, turned out to be well, his name was Nicholas Coppola at the time, but uh -huh. he changed his name. I, I think Cage. I've heard of him. Uh, David Schwimmer. Uh, <laughs> wow. uh, uh, David Schwimmer, is that what you just said? Uh, David yeah. Schwimmer, uh -huh. Maria McKee, uh, Lenny Kravitz, who was oh known God. as Romeo oh, Blue wow. at the time. Uh, really? Uh, I knew there were a great deal of really creative, talented folks, but the 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 fact that all these people went on to uh, illustrious careers uh, and, and, and John uh, Turtletaub and, and Jonathan Prince and all these. Oh my uh, God. Uh, Max, Max Muchnick, who was known as Jason Muchnick at the time. Uh, David Cohen. We were yeah. surrounded by so much uh, intense talent. Uh, yet, I never thought I would pursue it. I just enjoyed doing it. There were a lot of pretty girls. It was air conditioned. <laughs> um, 
I, I was really tiny. I, my growth spurt didn't really occur until after high school. So it was just a chance for me to, uh, uh, to be silly and have fun. And, uh, yeah. um, uh, I was basically always cast in any of the plays as the, you know, the third villager on the left when we did uh, uh-huh. the Fiddler on the Roof. I was the, the fourth Puerto Rican shark on the right when we did uh-huh. West Side Story. I never was given a speaking part in, in anything. In the high school in, productions. In the high school productions. <gasps> so you loved it, but I was always, I was always you know, just, uh, the, the, you know, the, the little kid here and, uh, and, and shoved off to the side. Finally, I was cast. We were doing really excerpts it was part of the uh uh and it's it's one of the great things that we do here in southern california i'm I'm hoping it's done elsewhere but uh uh um there's a competition in uh, in various high schools in southern california in the fall they're uh they're called uh uh um festivals and in the spring they're called shakespeare festivals and in the the fall every uh every season there's a theme whether it's george bernard shaw or or you know pick pick your playwright and of course in in the spring uh, uh, everyone does uh, uh, some selected uh, 10 minute excerpts mm-hmm. of uh, shakespearean plays and uh, in the spring of my junior year we were doing um midsummer night's dream Mm-hmm. And I was given the role of of Puck for you know <laughs> seven glorious minutes, whatever it was. <laughs> and uh, um, you compete with various other high schools. It's all anonymous. You're you're just given like a code, and you spend uh, weeks working on these uh, seven minute pieces, um, and then you spend all day competing with uh, schools from you know Newport Beach and, and Rolling Hills and and the Pacific Palisades. And our our little uh, group one, uh, I think Schwimmer was in it too. Pam uh, Pam Adlon, known as Pam. C. Oh, back then, wow. was, was also in it. Uh, so we had the chance to perform oh it uh, for our castmates, uh, our, our our classmates, and and our family one night. And I guess someone else in the production uh, had done a few Taco Bell commercials or something, and they had a commercial <laughs> agent that came to see the performance. And uh, after the show, this little sweet man he, he imagine someone like you know Woody Allen as Broadway Danny Rose and in, in, uh, in, in that great film from way back when comes up to me and says I think you're a star kid oh, wow. have you ever considered you know show business and I thought well whose uncle is this so yeah. this joke on me but he handed me his business card he was legitimate and uh, I went to his office a few days later and I, I had some headshots made and uh, I made up a resume because I had no credits. And he sent me out on a few auditions, I think commercial auditions, which I didn't get. But at the time, in the Los Angeles Times, they were casting Matthew Broderick's replacement for Bright Beach Memoirs, mm-hmm. this this wow. magnificent play that won mm-hmm. many awards and was on Broadway. And Matthew was about to leave, I think, to go do the movie Lady Hawk. And they needed a uh, replacement. And they couldn't find him in New York. So they decided to have like an open casting call in LA. Uh, So between that ad in the LA Times and my fancy new commercial agent, uh, I got an audition uh, to meet with the casting director. And uh, I think it went well. And she said, said, I want you to come back. We're going to all be back. The producers will be back in in a week. So I came back again. Oh, I want you to come back again and, and do this for the director. Okay, I want you to come back again and read for Neil Simon. Oh my like, God! Wow. Oh my and, uh, God! And I remember it took place. Is this boring? Is it my going? No, on? this is amazing. No, this, so this took place oh at God. the Beverly Hilton Hotel, where they 
still have the Golden Globe Awards. Uh-huh. Uh, that's where the auditions uh, for Neil Simon took place, and, and it was in a, like a ballroom. Uh, and I remember it was mirrored walls, this uh-huh. little section of the ballroom where Neil sat behind a desk. Um, and I was incredibly intimidated. I had no business being there, but I, I was wise enough to know who Neil Simon was and uh-huh. what the implications were and how life-changing this could be. Uh-huh. And uh, um, it, it, was a, it was a blur of a, of a five- or ten-minute meeting. But I remember everywhere I would be looking in the room, I would see Neil Simon's reflection because of all these mirrors. <laughs> Oh anyway, I, was I guess he, smiling? he was smiling, and and I do remember, I do remember this. Man, I haven't, I haven't talked about this or thought about this experience in, in decades, but I do remember him stopping me about a minute in and having me do it completely different. And I uh-huh. thought, I've just screwed it up. I was my big chance, and I fucked it up. Uh-huh. Um, but he gave me some great notes, and he just told me to, you know, to play everything, you know, down a beat and 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 be more realistic and make it my own. And I did. I still thought, you know, I, I blew it. Um, and I came home. I, I guess I rode my bicycle home because. Uh, oh my god, uh, um, that's uh, so cute. And uh, I remember getting a phone call from this guy saying, "Okay, you have the part." That day, you, wow. I think I'm just making up a day. I think it was September third. But like uh, the same day you had the audition, you got the phone call that you. Yes, it was. It was wow. shortly after I got home. No, it had to be October because school was already in session. Senior year of school was already in session. We were doing uh, our senior. Our senior play, it was um, uh, Diary Van Frank. Uh-huh. And, uh, <laughs> Schwimmer, Schwimmer was uh, uh, Papa Frank, Otto Frank, uh-huh. and I was God. Dr. Dussel, the dentist. Oh and uh, I remember uh, uh, having to go to school <laughs> the next morning and saying goodbye to everybody and <laughs> hugging all my classmates and, and oh castmates. Uh, um, and uh, I, uh, someone had to, had to fill in for me. But I was told, you're getting <laughs> on a plane, you're getting on a plane the next day, and you're going to New York, you're going to have uh, eight days of rehearsal and uh october 11th 1983 was the date uh you're making your professional and broadway debut <gasps> wow and it's a That's i don't amazing. know if anyone's uh, listening to this is at all familiar with the play of brighton beach or even the movie of brighton beach but the role of eugene is a pretty substantial part yeah. <laughs> i mean <laughs> it's it's, it's probably to this day the 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 the, the most uh, complex and and yeah. uh, 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 difficult uh, role i've ever had in terms of being on stage an entire two hours and 40 minutes there's 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 very few scenes that don't involve this character and i knew i'd have just a few days of rehearsal God. Oh and God. only with the stage manager and uh, I wouldn't even meet some of the other uh, cast members until the put-in rehearsal at 5 o'clock that afternoon. Oh, my God. And I did, and I remember doing the show. And uh, I think word was sort of getting around to the audience members because I do remember I do remember before the show started, and it was one of those, the role of Eugene, normally played by <laughs> right, the guy right, who won right. the Tony yeah. Award, <laughs> will be played by somebody you've never heard of. And people going, ah, oh, fuck, I want my money back, and let's, let's, let's wait. Um, but I think word spread around that this was my first crack at anything. And uh, I remember, you know, they, they gave me a standing ovation. And, oh, and, wow, uh, and you're opening yeah. On opening oh night. My oh my so I did it there for uh, a couple of months, and then I did it across the country on the, the national tour. Which I saw including having before the pleasure I of knew performing Johnny. in front of Jen. I know. That, that's amazing. Many years before so we cool. met here in LA. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, but even then, even having a job for a year yeah. on Broadway and on tour, um, and then finishing up, I think we did a two month run here in Los Angeles. I still didn't think I would be pursuing this as a career. I thought, really? I'm going to have a fun story to tell my grandkids one day. Did you yeah. know Grandpa Johnny <laughs> has been on Broadway? 
And uh, um, I think I uh, got lucky a few more times. I think Neil Simon was very generous and he kept putting me in his plays and movies. So I think it was maybe the third play that I did for him. Uh, I had a doctor's appointment or a physical or, or, or something and uh, on the medical forms it said profession. And for the first time I didn't write student, I wrote actor. And oh I remember God. having to take a break and and say to myself, oh, my God, I guess I'm going to do yeah. this. So. Wow. That's amazing. You know what I love so much? I mean, I love so much about that story. But I think the thing. How that, long it was? No. Are you kidding? Oh, okay. I'm hanging on your every word. That's, I mean, that's like, that's, that's, you know, that's an incredible story. But. I think the thing I, what I really love about it is that you weren't the star of your high school drama club yeah. because I think, me too. I think so many of us feel out here in LA, like, like, like the LA acting scene is made up of the stars from all the small towns all around the world, right. you know? So to hear that for you, that was not your experience. It's a reminder, you know, a very hopeful reminder sure. that it doesn't have to be that way. Sure. You know, maybe you, maybe you didn't kill it in high school or college it doesn't mean it doesn't mean there's not that perfect part waiting for you right I also like how you just sort of kept showing up you know (laughs) you were in the play and then someone was like hey you know you should do this you're like okay Uh then you had another audition and you went in and then you showed up to the next one and the next one and it's it's really an important reminder to, to show up yeah do you think that I mean it what's amazing to me is if this happened to me I would have been throwing up from nervousness. <laughs> and it yeah, sounds like you really did quite a good job on um, the nervousness side of it. I still get nervous. Okay. I still get nervous. Uh, and, and, uh, you know, I, I'm 50 years old now. I've been doing this for the 32 years. Uh, I, I think, I think if the nerves ever subside, I think, the excitement is, uh, is, mm. is, is, has left the building. So <laughs> perhaps I don't get as nervous as I did when I was a, a teenager, when I was, you know, doing eight, eight shows a, a, a week on Broadway. Um, but I still, I still get nervous, even if I'm doing, you know, a small play in Los Angeles, the first day on a movie set, um, you know, if I'm doing a live audience sitcom, you know, when the audience comes mm-hmm, in. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's exciting. I remember my uh, uh, dressing room, castmate slash brother in uh in the third play the third neil simon play in that trilogy uh, broadway bound uh was jason alexander oh, one of his first jobs wow. uh, we, were, we were brothers okay. for a year plus doing Gosh. this play and uh uh he had already been in a, a number of broadway plays and just you know just to this day still oozes the same you know showbiz yeah. charisma and yeah. talent. Yeah. He gets so nervous really? that his nervousness almost calmed me down because I was like, <laughs> at least I'm not that bad. Yeah. He would swig and he'll talk about this. I'm not talking out of school. He will swig almost a full bottle of Pepto-Bismol before every show. Wow. That's how I nervous he would get. Say, I, yeah, whiskey, I did yeah. too. I was like, <laughs> and then. He would do lines of blow. No, but uh, he needed, he needed to, to calm his nerves and his stomach because he would hurl. Otherwise, wow. uh, um, so maybe maybe seeing that and having him as my inspiration, maybe I realized, <laughs> all right, it's scary, but at least I'm not yeah, you know, yeah, that yeah. far gone. What, yeah. are, what are things that you do to calm yourself when Ooh, you're um, I am such, I, I'm just, I'm terribly anal. Um, uh-huh. uh, and, and this is, this is theater stuff, which mm-hmm. I still do, or it's, uh, uh, live audience, uh, 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 sitcom stuff. Um, I... I need to be so prepared, which uh-huh. is odd because I really enjoy improv and I really enjoy ad-libbing, 
but uh, when the audience is there and when, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's no take two, um, I not only am, am, am prepared uh, script-wise, but I, I always, uh, before each show, and then this is if I'm doing a play for, you know, over a year, before each show, I, 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 I check all my props, I, I, I go over each and every, you know, long monologue uh, to make sure, you know, I, I still have it or I didn't mm-hmm. have too much beer the night before. <laughs> um, uh, if, if there's any physical stuff, any uh, uh, pratfally stuff, I, you know, I go over the routine again and again and again. So uh, I get made fun of a lot for, for that <laughs> as opposed to, come on, just get out there, Silverman, and make it happen. It's live. I'm like, yeah, but I got to make sure I got everything right. Um, I think that's great. I think I think that's really I, And I think that translates really well to auditioning. You know, sure. if you're, if Absolutely. you're, if you're a nervous auditioner, which I certainly am and was, and always have been, I thought I, people said, once you have kids, you won't get nervous about auditioning anymore. Cause like once you've like pushed a baby out of your, you know, yeah. you don't, you don't get nervous anymore. Nope. That's not true. Sure. You still get nervous. Sure. Like I'm still nervous every time. And I think that's such a great tip. Like if you're prepared, you're not going to, you're not going to, you still might have that excitement that you sure. talked about. Oh, it'll always be there. The nerves will always be, be there, the excitement, the yeah. adrenaline, but at least, at least you're ready. At, at least, least you're ready. Yeah. At least you're ready. Because then you can tell your nerves that. Yeah, You can say, I, I know you're nervous, absolutely. but I've prepped yeah. and repropped mm-hmm. and I'm ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, bring it. I'm, yeah. I'm ready for this. I deserve this. And, uh, uh, I'll, I'll still have enough uh, in the tank to uh, to improvise and, uh, and ad lib should something not go well, or if there's yeah. an opportunity to improve, but but I do like to have uh, everything worked out well in advance. Do you still audition? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I still audition. He's I still get rejected. Things too, though. I know. I know yeah. that. I mean, many, I many get, times he's just offered. I but. mean, I I, get, I I love getting offers. Offers yeah. are great, but I I love auditioning because I know it's a job that. Uh, uh, a, I have to earn. Yeah, that's um, great. And B, that's worth fighting for. Yeah. Uh, I'm very grateful every time I might get offered, you know, something. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's usually small, but no. uh, um, <laughs> but if uh, if I have an audition, that means it's it's something I really want and really believe in. And even if I don't get it, I know it sounds corny, but it's it's uh, this 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 town, this industry is uh, is is so about uh, the connections you make and the people you make. Yes. And if it's not this particular project, chances are the producer or director will remember you for something else, and uh, uh, you'll get another point. crack at it. So yeah, uh, it's 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 always worth uh, uh, taking that that stab and, and and making the most of that opportunity, even if you don't get that particular job. Yeah. Do you have a prep for auditions that you do? Honestly, it's uh, it's 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 just um, uh, just working. Um, uh, I, I know it's always difficult say during a television pilot season, casting season, because you're oftentimes given the material the day of, or the, the night before. And yeah. I mean, how much prep time can you really give something? But, uh, you just, uh, you just figure it out and you try and become as, uh, as prepared and familiar with the material as possible. Um, but that's, that's really the only tip, that's uh, all you, can do, uh yeah. you know, these, these, the, these days with the World Wide web and all that, <laughs> um, you certainly could do more and more research. And I always do. I always uh, try and figure out everything uh, that there is to know about uh, the writer and the showrunner and the producer and the casting director, whoever might be in the room, uh, just, uh, like you would be prepared for, for any other line of work, mm-hmm. just to, just to know your audience and, and to have the opportunity to bring up as much, uh, non, 
uh, uh, scripted material as possible because there is always those few minutes of, of, of idle chit chat and mm-hmm. uh, uh, to make the connection of uh, who you might have in common and uh, a project that they had worked on that that you admire or or, or, or really anything um, uh, if you find out about the, the casting director uh, casting directors uh, 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 charitable uh, endeavors yeah. uh, any anything yeah. to make that that extra little connection or to release some of the nervousness uh, before you actually uh, begin your 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 performance research. audition teach yeah research research That's, we yeah, talk about absolutely. a lot I you know Johnny you you I mean I certainly know this is true but you're known as such a nice good you know a mensch as we like <sighs> to say <laughs> um, I mean really like that you definitely have that reputation and how important do you think that is in this <sighs> business like. I mean, I think it's pretty important, but you know, it's not, it's not always. I honestly, it's a great question and, and I agree with you. It is important, but it's, it's more work to not be nice. Yeah. It's more work to be the asshole. And, and, and I, I do, I do get that criticism every now and then from people, even people that I'm working with and am nice to, they tell me, you've got to be meaner. You've got to be tougher. Really? Stand your ground. Oh. Don't, don't give in. Oh my God. Um, I, I, and I think a, it's That's the, it's just how that. I was, yeah. the environment I was raised in. Yeah. Um, and the people I studied with, um, and the people I was lucky enough to surround myself with. But I think, uh, early on in my career, maybe my, ooh, let's say third or fourth movie, uh, was uh, opposite one of my favorite human beings and favorite actors, John Lithgow. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, maybe my sixth movie, seventh movie, or a couple down the line from that was opposite uh, my other favorite human being and, and actor, Jack Lemmon. Uh-huh. And uh, I sort of used those two people as uh, role models. Yeah. And um, uh, beyond being so brilliant and uh having given all of us such a incredible uh, historical body of, of of work both on on stage and, and on screen and, uh, and on television um they were obviously mr lithgow is still with us but uh jack is not but they they those experiences i had i just remember them being the two nicest people i've ever met in my life mm. and they would remain nice throughout the workday and socializing as well. But uh, they knew everyone's name on set. Mm-hmm. They uh, were constantly creating. They were constantly generous, mm-hmm. and uh, it obviously made the the uh, work experience so much more pleasant and exciting uh, because there was no you know fighting, there was no yelling, there was no stress, there was no tension. Um, so yeah, if 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 ever I'm in a situation where things aren't going well, you know, I might even think, oh, remember, oh, remember those I experiences, or what would what would John do? Yeah, what would Jack do? that's great. <clears throat> yeah, what a way, what a way to to provide that energy. <clears throat> Absolutely, that. and and yeah. it's just it's really just the luck that I got to work with them early on, as opposed to working with you know actor A or actress B, yeah. who might have not been so nice, and I would have learned from them. Johnny was nice enough to do a, um, I made an independent movie about 12 years ago. Um, and Johnny was in it and I'll never forget cause we had a lot of actors who nobody had ever heard of. And then we were lucky enough to have a few actors who people had heard of. And it was kind of interesting to me that a lot of the actors that nobody had ever heard of had like 
big attitudes and big expectations and maybe showed up late and, you know, kind of acted like they were doing us a big favor. And I will never forget you showing up. I don't know if you remember. I think we were on like Cahuenga in Hollywood. dance studio. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And he was like, you know, 10 minutes early and you had, he had changes of clothes in his car. Cause of course, you know, we didn't have any money. So we weren't like, there was no wardrobe or makeup or anything. And he was like, what do you, do you need me to wear this? Do you want, like, he was so incredibly professional. And I thought how interesting that the person who's worked a ton doesn't have the attitude and the people, you know, so that always has stuck with me. And it really, I remember it struck all of us there that day, Lila and Josh and, um, it's a great example of, you know. um, Well, that was such a fun day oh. because you let me be in a dance scene with Lauren Graham <laughs> as my right. dance instructor. <laughs> and that was a blast. Really should have put you that one on my reel. You funny in that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd love to know how you, how you stay sane between jobs and kind of what you do, like what your, what your sort of daily life is like, you That's, know, um, outside, of, outside of your acting career. That's a really good question. Uh, it, it took a long time for me to figure out how to keep that sanity um, mm-hmm. because I, I I had gone from just being a student in high school and then in college and, and having that, you know, regimented daily activity and game plan. And uh, and then I was uh, I did a, a three plays, three long running plays in a row, uh, eight shows a week with no break, uh, you know, one day off a week. So to all of a sudden shift gears and say, do a movie for two months and then try and figure out what to do when that movie ends and, and wait around for the next job mm-hmm. to begin or the auditions to get a next mm-hmm. job to begin a job uh, would begin. Uh, it was it was difficult um, and it took a number of years. There was really no trick. It was just, uh, it was just uh, the, the experience and uh, um, figuring out ways to, to fill that time creatively. Yeah. But now I love it. I love the not working periods. And uh, my wife, who I know will be a guest on, on your so. program very soon, <laughs> um, when we were first dating, uh, she too had really never taken a break. She'd just go from job to job, from long-running series to uh, a movie gig. Um, but whenever she would have a, a week or two between projects, she would she would kind of freak out and uh, – it's just so interesting to watch her process evolve. And uh, she had spent the last three seasons doing this incredibly complicated uh, series called uh, uh, Tyrant on, uh, on FX, which shot uh, overseas in the, in the Middle East and in uh, uh, Europe. And uh, her time off from that show, now that it's finally done, uh, she's had a couple months. Uh, I've just never known her to be so happy and relaxed. Oh, and she's like, I'm really enjoying not working. <laughs> of course, she uh, she turned down several job opportunities in, in the time that she's been back. But uh, um, she was offered something, and she's going to be on a plane in a few hours. Um, uh, because she said, I'm bored. I want to work. I know it's, you know it's not like a career-changing movie, but I want to work. I'm bored. Let's do something. <laughs> so off she goes. But uh, she's getting better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is there something that you would have wished you had known early, earlier in your career? Oh, wow. Um, God, that's such a good question. <laughs> uh, yeah, many things. Um, uh, I think, I think the, a really important thing would have been to maybe not be so nice all the time. I, know, I think I think an important thing would have been to stay in constant contact 
with uh, um, uh, people that I made friends with on a set or, mm-hmm. or, or, or in a good. production. Yeah, that's um, a good one. Uh, because you just don't realize working day to day with people for so many months or even years uh, that you don't really get to see them uh, for yeah. years or decades. Yeah. Um, so I, I wish I wish I was better at that. We we have a, a mutual uh, friend, Jen and I yeah. have a mutual friend uh, who is that person that yeah, keeps she's us like, all he- together. Like headquarters. Yeah. She's like, really? <laughs> I know. She's, and uh, she I, I can sure. only imagine without her in our yeah. lives yeah, yeah, what yeah. we would have missed out on. But yeah, yeah that, that would definitely be one thing. Uh, just uh, um, uh, I, I guess when I started out, we didn't really have computers <laughs> and, and internet and emails and stuff. But uh, uh, but that would be a big one. That would uh, that would definitely be a big one because uh, um, there was just so many missed opportunities of, uh, of, of friendships and, and, uh, future work experiences yeah. that easily could have, uh, been kept up. Um, and, uh, uh, I guess I'm just not persistent enough to, uh, uh, to, to, to keep those, uh, constant contacts going. It's hard. It's, it's hard, hard to do it, especially yeah. when you work as much as you have. It's a lot of, you know, and the older we all get, the more right. of those we have and the more, so that makes sense. I'm also, um, uh, directing now. And uh, loving it, and I wish, I wish I took advantage of pursuing um, the directing portion of my career years and years and years earlier. Um, uh, for instance, Jen, when when you and I first almost sort of worked together on that NBC <laughs> when show, when I was fired, I, I mean, <laughs> I think Johnny got me fired. Oh, I think he man, said, Get that, that was, girl. That was no, just he was the so worst. sweet. I, he felt terrible. I couldn't. He sent, you know, you sent a note. I, I know, you we, know we sent you the the yeah, script. Yeah. Um, actually, you weren't fired. Your character was written out. I, I think I was. Fired. So, um, <laughs> but they were man, so sweet. That was just Johnny a, wrote the nicest thing on the script. But anyway, pressure filled experience. Okay. I couldn't believe yes, it. Yes, but you wish that would have been the perfect opportunity. To, start to say, oh, hey, in, in season two, could I, you know, could I, uh, Mr. Director, can I shadow you yeah. while we're rehearsing? Oh, while we're, and then, and then, you know, perhaps uh, they would have given me a shot uh, uh, to direct an episode. Uh, it's interesting. This TV show that I did uh, uh, last year that was uh, uh, a part of my uh, uh, contractual deal to sign on was uh, uh, I'll do this, and you guys, you know, I'll I'll take a, a smaller salary as an actor. I just want you to give me the opportunity to direct an episode right. this season. And they said, of course, that'd be great. That's um, so smart. Uh, so it's just, yeah, it's just a matter take of advantage, taking learn. advantage of your opportunities yeah. and, and learning and uh, uh, not being afraid uh, to yeah. have that extra rejection. I think because our careers are so full of rejection, why why go a step further and be rejected even more? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. just go for it. Yeah, Absolutely. you got to go just, for just it. Just go for it. Worst that, worst that can happen is they, they say no. Is it okay if you just say a little something about how you handle rejection? Ooh, I'm I'm still not good at at rejection, but I'm so much better at it than I was uh, before. Uh, perhaps because I I had a good deal of success early, so so getting rejected happened far less than it uh, did uh, later on. Um, I think maybe just not taking yourself so seriously that mm, the, not, not, so not, good, not yeah. having so much confidence that you're going to at least get the job, have the confidence that you're good, yeah. have the confidence that you're going to go into the room and you're going to do a great job and they'd be lucky to have you. But, uh, know that it has nothing to do with your talent. Uh, um, it's, it's, it's just, you know, what it is they're, they're looking for. They could easily, you know, uh, cast someone who's not even as, as funny or, 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 or interesting, but you know, they had the, the, red hair which you know matched yeah. better with the leading lady who had the you know it's the dark so hair. arbitrary yeah. so good yeah. to know that's great um 
So in closing, we, we always love to ask if, if our guest has any LAism, cause this is our site is called speak LA, as you know, um, if there's any LAism like thing that is unique to LA that you uh, have noticed or, yeah. um, I'll give you one that Jen and I, uh, my wife and I often use, uh, especially when we, uh, uh, either meet someone new or mm-hmm. or are, are, are trying to uh, figure out a, a place to to meet mm-hmm. someone um, east or west of La Cienega. <laughs> <laughs> um, La Cienega is a main is a main drag that kind of separates the city Cienega. from one half of the other. And I love uh, it. we live east, uh, way east of La Cienega, but we don't want to cross La Cienega <laughs> to meet these people or to have this meeting. <laughs> Screw that. That's great. <laughs> Johnny, thank you yeah. so thank much. Thank you guys. This was so this fun. Was this was kind of like therapy. This was oh great. Thank you. 